The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Wednesday, October 12, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you support the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. Donald Trump says the shackles are off. Although the Republican establishment has objected to some of Trump's statements, it hasn't kept Trump from speaking his mind throughout this campaign. But now that one in four elected Republicans has distanced themselves from Trump, refusing to support him, Trump says, in his words, the shackles are off. He says without the support of the mainstream GOP, he's now free to, quote, fight for America the way I want to. In an attack on his own party, Trump called Republicans a bigger adversary than Hillary Clinton, setting off a civil war within that party. I will teach them, tweets Trump, as he threatened Paul Ryan's position as Speaker of the House. Trump is attacking and threatening Republicans who refuse to support him. And Trump's now gone where even he said he wouldn't, attacking Clinton's health. Trump's now running an ad that features a coughing Hillary Clinton and her stumble when she recently battled pneumonia. But Trump is now trailing Clinton by about 10 points in several respected polls, and no candidate has ever recovered from that big a deficit this late in the campaign. Those who still support Trump are strong in both number and determination, which is why the Republican Party is now more than ever a House divided. The votes are in, some of the early ones anyway, and early voters in the swing states of Florida and North Carolina have put Clinton in the lead. Democrats are requesting mail-in ballots in substantially higher numbers than they were in October 2012. And early voting was a factor four years ago. Obama lost to Mitt Romney in North Carolina, and he barely defeated Romney in Florida. Back then, it was the Romney campaign getting supporters to vote by mail. This year, Democratic ballot requests are up by 50% in heavily Hispanic South Florida. The Clinton campaign claims that up to 40% of swing state voters may cast their ballots before Election Day. Voting's already underway in more than a dozen states, and they'll be joined by more than a dozen others in the next two weeks. Voting begins in Florida and North Carolina on October 20th, a little over a week from now. And if Donald Trump loses either of those two states... Getting the needed 270 electoral votes becomes extremely unlikely. Trump supporters, meanwhile, are intent upon showing up in record numbers of their own at the polls on November 8th. Donald Trump is paying for the shoot-from-the-hip style that made him popular. Trump's strength as a presidential choice has fallen from a more-than-one-point lead in late July to a five-point deficit as of yesterday, 10 by some polls. Nationally, Clinton's averaging at nearly 45%, although the UPI daily tracking poll has her above 50%, making Clinton the first candidate in this race to break that barrier. Of the 10 battleground states, Clinton has eight to Trump's two, Iowa and Ohio, but Trump's Ohio lead has shrunk to less than 1%. His numbers haven't been this low since his public feud with the Muslim parents of a dead American war hero. Clinton leads in Colorado, Florida, Michigan, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Both candidates might have bigger numbers were it not for the third-party candidates who now share under 9%. Libertarian Gary Johnson still a factor at nearly 7% of the vote. The Green Party's Jill Stein has two. 19% of voters will vote for one of them or won't vote at all or are still undecided. The more distance Clinton gets on Trump, the more worried Republicans are about keeping control of Congress. 
Chances are slim the Democrats could take back the House, not this year, not all at once, not with a Republican advantage of nearly five dozen seats. The Senate, however, reversing control of the Senate, appears to be within reach. It gets down to the Senate races in nine states, including seven with Republican incumbents trying to keep their jobs in Washington. Republicans hope an anti-Clinton backlash will help their party's congressional candidates. The polling website 538 says the Democrats' chances of taking back the Senate this year currently stand at 54%. With Donald Trump apparently hoisted on his own sword, Hillary Clinton's flashing the cash. Ms. Clinton wants to double the child tax credit on federal income taxes, raise the deductible age to four, and throw in an extra break for families with little or no income. For young parents, it means $2,000 per child instead of the $1,000 they get now. And Clinton's plan drops the requirements that the parents make three grand a year or more. Those below the taxable income line would get a check in the mail. All of this would cost up to $200 billion over 10 years and, according to the Clinton campaign, would be covered with tax increases on the wealthy. The Clinton campaign says she'd also like to raise the deduction age from 4 to 17 in the years to come. Donald Trump has also proposed increasing the tax deduction for parents, but his plan benefits the wealthy more than those who aren't. At this point, there's only one person Hillary Clinton can put to work trying to win those crucial votes from millennials. She may have burned the Sanders Bridge when she was caught on a recording saying many of his supporters live in their parents' basements, but she still has Al Gore. Young voters know Gore is the man when it comes to climate change, one of their top issues. Only Gore might interest millennials more than Gary Johnson or Jill Stein. Votes Clinton seriously needs to assure a solid victory over Trump. And having Gore around is a good way to remind young voters of what happens when they vote for a minor party candidate. Gore lost to Bush in 2000, partly thanks to the liberals who voted for Ralph Nader, drawing votes away from Gore. Gore hit the road for Clinton starting yesterday in Miami, telling voters her opponent would take us toward a climate catastrophe. But Gore, who lost Florida to George W. Bush in 2000, also told the crowd, your vote really, really, really counts. You can consider me as Exhibit A. Black voters are less enthusiastic for Hillary Clinton than they were for Barack Obama. Clinton needs those votes as well. And yesterday, President Obama was on the campaign trail for her as well. Of the now 35 Americans killed by Hurricane Matthew, the most died in North Carolina. And even under blue skies, the hurricane long gone, the water still rising in a half dozen counties. Some spots got as much as 18 inches of rain and 86 mile an hour winds. The power's out in five counties. It's now a federal disaster area. The governor's ordered evacuations, and he says those who have to be rescued will be billed for that service, and that only people facing likely death will be rescued. Over 3,000 people are already in shelters. Among the post-hurricane troubles in Haiti, an outbreak of cholera is perhaps the scariest. Cholera breeds in standing water contaminated with human waste and dead bodies of both animals and humans, all thanks to a lack of proper facilities after a storm that destroyed 80% of the homes on the island's south side. Haiti had the worst cholera outbreak in the known history of the world six years ago after a devastating earthquake. At least 7,000 people died from it and several hundred thousand were sickened. And the disease began to spread in the Dominican Republic and Cuba back then. It's in the interest of the world to keep this from happening again. That's why the United Nations has launched a fundraising effort to buy clean food and water, anesthetics, and antibiotics. 
There are already nearly 300 confirmed or suspected cases of cholera in the wake of Hurricane Matthew, and the numbers are expected to rise quickly. After the election, when Congress goes back to work, there'll likely be a battle of the lame ducks, a lame duck Congress versus a lame duck president. The issue is American sanctions against Iran's energy industry. Under the Iran nuclear deal, there was a law designed to punish Iran for its then-pursuit of nuclear weaponry. Republicans who hate the Iran nuclear deal want to keep the law, which is set to expire at the end of this year. But some Democrats want to keep it as well. Nobody wants to vote against sanctions on Iran. That puts those Democrats at odds with President Obama, who would like to wait at least until we've seen Iran finish implementing its part of the deal, dismantling its nuclear weapons production system. Support news and comment with follows, likes, and shares across social media at Buzz Burbank and Michael J. Elston. This is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Talk about a close shave. I almost kept paying twice as much for razor blades as I do now, now that I buy my blades at harrys.com. And to me, the shave is every bit as close and every bit as comfortable as the big-name brands locked inside that glass case at the store. Harry's blades are half the price and won't shred your face like the cheap disposables we've tried. Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges include a lubricating strip, a more flexible hinge for a smoother glide, and a trimmer blade for creative faces and hard-to-get places. Harry's made these improvements, by the way, without raising the price the way the big brands do. Just something else to love about Harry's. The cartridges lock onto a Truman handle, which has a rubberized grip so it doesn't slip through your wet fingers, and it comes in a choice of colors. Please try the Harry Starter Kit. It's free with just $3 shipping. That's the razor, a blade cartridge with cover, and the shave gel of $13 value for less than what you'd pay for just one blade from the big guys. Get in on this free trial. Go to harrys.com and subscribe to a blade schedule that's right for you. And for our listeners, there's a nice little extra gift. Harry's Aftershave Balm, reducing redness with aloe and cucumber, and stuff to make your face feel cool and moist. But only if you support this show by using the code R-E-L-M when you check out. To get this free trial and the free gift, go to harrys.com. That's with two R's, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, and use the code R-E-L-M. After 40 years and tens of billions of dollars fighting a war on drugs with no significant reduction in drug use, it's time to hang it up. That's the conclusion of both the American Civil Liberties Union and Human Rights Watch, which joined forces to release a detailed report on the failure of the war on drugs. The group say they will now expand their campaign to legalize marijuana and to decriminalize possession and use of all drugs. The group say someone is jailed for possession every 25 seconds. Many Americans got goosebumps when President Kennedy announced America was going to the moon and back. Now, President Obama has a plan to take us to Mars and back within the next 20 years or so. He outlined his plan in writing, a plan that has the government working alongside private companies in the U.S. to make the long ride to Mars more comfortable and more livable. And from plan to action, leading American scientists are meeting this week in Pittsburgh, hoping to use what we know to get us to what we don't. NASA found flowing water on Mars just this year. Quoting Obama, the next step is to reach beyond the bounds of Earth's orbit to make our lives better here on Earth. For a while, it smelled like dead fish around the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. That's because a layer of dead fish was floating on the pond on the east side of Abe, thanks to poor water circulation. 
when they closed the elevator at the Washington Monument and no stairs are no longer a public option, it was the 21st time in a year the elevator had broken down. There are thousands of cracks to be filled in the more than two dozen buildings that make up the D.C. National Mall. The sidewalks and restrooms are too small. The American Society of Landscape Architects describes the condition of the mall as an international embarrassment. The mall needs maintenance and it won't be cheap. $12 billion maybe. Lately, Congress has indicated it'll be up to the private sector to help with that maintenance. Architects campaigning to spruce up the place say that's not an answer. Quoting one, Congress needs to step in. If they don't, he says, it will just continue to go downhill. The mall, he says, is a symbol of the dysfunction of where we are now. The National Mall in D.C. does get some wear and tear with 30 million pairs of feet traipsing across it each year. It is the most widely visited national park in America and to many, a symbol of democracy. The White House has convinced Sprint to give a million high school kids free home internet and a laptop or tablet to use with it. About half of all high school students use the library for internet access because they can't afford it at home. Select schools in low-income areas will get the devices and the service from Sprint. The program will take on 200,000 kids a year for five years starting next August. J.D. Power & Associates says we like the collision avoidance feature on cars, but not the navigation. In a survey of consumer satisfaction with technology in cars, J.D. Power measured the popularity of everything from driver assistance to Internet connectivity. BMW won in two categories, but Hyundai won in two categories as well. Other winners included the Nissan Maxima, the Chevy Camaro, and the Kia Forte. J.D. Power says the drivers most satisfied with their car's technologies are the ones who ask their dealers how all this stuff works. And finally, the nationwide rash of creepy clown sightings continues. The latest is featured in a viral video from Detroit where a man in a clown costume clings to the back of a city bus while it's moving. One bus rider says he was afraid to get off the bus until after the clown was long gone. The clown couldn't be identified immediately, but he was familiar. Detroit police may have a lead thanks to Instagram. In the meantime, Detroit transit officials say they've stepped up patrols to make sure there are no bozos on the bus. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thanks for listening, and thank you for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.